Hello guys, welcome to the Village Room Podcast. I'm here with two special guests, Alex and Albert. Now today we're going to be discussing what it's like to be black in tech. There's some uncomfortable truths there. There's some definitely some uncomfortable truths. But um, let me just start off by saying, you know, man, when I went into the tech world, I did not expect to be the only black person there, man. <laughs> shit's rough out here man and like some of these people don't even know how to react to you when you were just sitting down minding your business and doing your work like it's kind of crazy out here man it's a kind of a harsh reality like I knew it was there but I didn't know how like bad it was until I sat down at my job <laughs> that shit's kind of crazy man but um so tell me Albert what, have you experienced anything like that um, honestly, my time at my current company has been pretty good. Um, though my general experience is just, say, black person existing or always just a little iffy. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I've probably told you the story before when I was um, in college, when I was doing a study date with a friend around Thanksgiving. And this one lady, probably from the Midwest, called me the accents, uh, started up a conversation because we're doing some coursework. You know, she goes on and on about how, you know, it's college seems so hard these days and yada, yada, yada. And she says two things that are, she doesn't say this, didn't say this maliciously, but they still just come off as big red flags. Um, she has said first, and I quote, the Orientals are very good at math and science. And the second thing, and she definitely took me on the arm for this because this was definitely more of a question and less of a statement. She said that, and again, I quote, her boyfriend in college believed that black people have an extra bone in their heel that make them good at sports. What um, the... <laughs> so I think my experiences with race tend to be less malicious and more just odd. But you know me well enough. I, I, I get into odd situations regardless. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to even lie about that shit. Like, it, it's weird because like... Especially in Boston, you know what I'm saying? Like, at, at Medtronic, we have people coming from all different parts of the world. And so, like, I get those, like, random questions, like, oh, how do, like, black people feel about this? How do black people feel about that? How come they're so um, sensitive about the N-word? How come we can't say it? Like, some like, shit like that. Like, I keep <laughs> coming across and it's mad annoying, yo. I just sit down there and I just like, yo, yo, like you come to America. I mean, we at least know the history. <laughs> like shit. Like you kidding me, dog? Coming no. here telling me about you don't know understand why we sensitive about the N word that you don't know nothing about our past, man. That's some shit. I hate well, that. I hate that, man. <laughs> well, thankfully, I haven't had that experience yet in corporate America, but I'm oh. still very early in my career, so. Yeah. I will be looking forward to that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> anyway, incidentally, if you do have an extra uh, sports bone in your heel, please let me know because clearly I'm living with a handicap here. Fine. If you all have one and I don't. Shit, I bet, I bet Alex probably does, man, with all that fucking fighting you've been doing lately. <laughs> uh, Yo, oh, you're real different. Tell us. Come on. <laughs> shit, man. Nah, that shit is kind of crazy. Yo, Alex, you still online, man? What's going on with you? Yeah, man. I'm here. I'm just, uh, you know, listening to your experiences. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, uh, you know, uh, like, I, 
people just don't know how to react to me, dog. I don't know if you've had that experience, Alex, man. Like, I mean, yeah, they're not gonna feel comfortable with a Jack the Black dude in the room, you know. <laughs> you know what? You make you make a valid point, man. I look like every gangster in fucking L.A., right? <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. you're, you're not every gangster in L.A.? I, I thought you were. <laughs> like, I, I thought you were literally all of them. All of the gangsters. Oh, shit. That's too funny, man. I don't know, man. I mean, come on, Alex. I know you got a few stories, man. You just, you know, you just copped the uh, software developer job. I mean, it's not, it's not so direct, you know? You, yeah. you know, you, like, I think it's, uh, you know, my... My manager is actually black, you know? Oh, word? Shit. Yeah, so things over where I work at, it's pretty, uh, it's not the greatest tech, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, as far as like the onboarding process and everything that they give me to do for work on a day to day basis, you know, like the order of operations is pretty simple. Um, yeah. Granted, I can, you know, I can go a little bit more beyond than oh, what shit, they man. expect of me, but. Um, but you know, like I think what it is, it's like you, you can you can feel it in the in the room, you know. True. Um, it's something that I, I guess I've been struggling with. You know, um, I think everybody struggles with it. You know, like the fear of others' opinions on you. You know, and then <laughs> when you're um, the minority in the larger group, you know, where you're operating, and it's always an uncomfortable feeling. You know, like mm-hmm. like. Like, you're not being welcomed, you know? Like, you can't be viewed as the same um, as everybody else, you know? Because, mm. um, and then I feel like with our community sometimes, too, when we when we see people of our community in spaces where we're operating in together, like, it's like the crab in the bucket syndrome, you know? It's like mm. we're not kind of uniting, you know, working in unity. But I never had anything that was like, like the. I I I do have one story though. I, now thinking about it, like reflecting back, back in 2019 when we were in uh, Hack Diversity. And oh shit! Albert, you were a part of that cohort, weren't were you? Was he in 2019? He was, right? I, I was in the 2020. 2020. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I was there with you, Alex. Are uh, you, you trying were, to refer to no, that? No. No, no. So, so listen yeah. to this, right? So when I got put on to ASICs, right? Um, I lost my badge to bro. It was, it was, it was literally crazy. Like I can't believe this dude said this to me. So, uh, I think, <laughs> I think he was like, uh, all right. So, so you, we usually had a badge that we had to tap into the building to get inside, and I lost my badge one time. So I constantly had to ask this dude to like, you know, let me in. I was like. You know, can you just let me in? I, I forgot my badge. You know, like I lost it actually. So I'm in the process of getting a new one. The day I finally got one, I told them like, um, uh, I think he was like, uh, oh yeah, this is what he said. I, I remember the words verbatim. Uh, so I got the pass. I got the ID card to scan myself in the building. And then as I'm walking into the elevator and shutting the door, he was like, oh, you're finally legal now. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, bro. Like, I was like, that was wild. Like, that, that really, like, cause, you know, this is like right before stand up. And 
I was just so mad that like somebody told me that, you know, like it's that that really got me mad. So it's like little moments like that, you know. And then like, bro, like I, I swear to God, the other day, like it was this summer too, like a guy called me a coon. Like he was walking by, and I'm like working out doing like a video um, in Everett, like right before the dojo, you know, the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu yeah. um, rolls I was about to get into. And uh, this dude was walking his dog, and I had my headphones on, like these big ass Bose headphones right here. And I, I think he was just like assuming that I probably couldn't hear him, but he walked by, and my my shits weren't even on, you know. And he walked by, and he was like something about coon, and I was like, I thought I was like going crazy, and I asked him, I was like, did you just call me a coon? And he was like, no, no, I was like telling my dog, let's go. And then I, ref- it was crazy because like everything was recorded, and then I replayed it, and he. He did say it, you know, but oh, but that shit. was in tech. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like what Albert was saying, you know, going back, like, you know, just you know, just being a person of color in America, you 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 already know what to expect, you know. Sometimes, you know, with you know, it's gonna exist out there, you know. Mm. So I don't know. That's I, just my I, share. I, I agree with you. All. I I try to not let it become. I don't let it define me. You know what I'm saying? Like all the shit that people be like, all that racist shit that other races be saying about us. Oh yeah. I, I really try not to let it define us because if I let it define me, then I'd be too distracted from doing what I need to do. As not just yeah. you know for career, but as a black man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when we become when we let shit like that really bring us down, it, it really is. We're kind of in a strange way, kind of oppressing ourselves from doing better. And yeah. when I try to tell our brothers this and our sisters this, they, of course I'm going to get some, you know, <laughs> so of course I'm going to get something back. Yeah, resistance yeah. about that, but it's the fact. If they yeah. look at like all the top black men and all the top black women, they didn't let that shit define them. They yeah. didn't. They said they go about it in a different type of, of way, man. Like they got to listen to the people who talk. But at the end of the day, I also feel like we don't appreciate intellectuals as much in the black community as we do in other communities. We'd rather have fucking Cardi B, fucking Megan Thee Stallion going up to the White House, fucking, um, what's his face again? Um, the one that was a Kim Kardashian. What's his face? Uh, I keep forgetting his name. I think it was Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Kanye. No. Yeah, like shit like that. We don't have like people that's like intellectual. None of our intellectual intellectual brothers going up there, and it's, it's, it pisses me off, man. Because I'm like, I don't know, man. Ah, that's just disappointing. How you feel about that, Albert? I mean, you're definitely right. <laughs> Again, I work in a pretty small company. My experience is pretty good, personally mm-hmm. wise. Um, so speaking more towards just life in general. Um, well, you two have known me for a long time. I've always been kind of just general purpose nerd. Um, mm. Nah, you're nerdy as fuck. And the way you and the way you talk, like it, white people like that shit. You well, know what I'm saying? Not, not, no offense, no offense, Albert. I'm not trying to downplay you, but he like that shit. Like, I come over here and I say something. He said this man is black as fuck. That Albert comes around like, oh, oh, he's kind of down with us, kind of, kind of. <laughs> but no, that, that's kind of the point I'm getting at. Is I've pretty much always been this way. Um, so some of the first comments I started hearing growing up weren't always, uh, you know, you sound so smart or you sound so nerdy. A lot of them early on were, you sound white. Yeah, that really 
it's really hard to break away from mindset of just being black enough or just sounding white and just being very self-conscious about it. Mm. It's not yeah, something I, I really think about nowadays because that's just I am who I am, but it definitely did uh, give me a lot of self-esteem issues going up. Yo, I, I've, I've actually, Albert, believe it or not, I did kind of grow up the same way as you. And I kind of broke out of it because I was dealing with more hood shit when I got older. <laughs> with you. Um, so, like, I, I grew up the same way. The, the, the kids around me, they were just like, you know, same skin color, everything. They were just like, oh, I don't, you, you sound black. You don't say this, you don't do that. You know what I mean? And, like, it, it did cause a little bit of uh, self-identity issues. Like, I'm not too black enough, but I'm black as shit. Like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, man. Like, I, I could, like, relate to some degree. And then as soon as I, you know, and when I hit, like, I think middle school and high school, when I started, you know, getting to, like, the wrong crowd a little bit, okay this change everything change i say the n-word like back and forth like it just started to change after that but man the, the environment does definitely do an effect on you you know what i'm saying was this around the time you became all of the la gangsters or was this before <laughs> that? nah man like is it mm. I, 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 I guess my question is, do I need to become a gangster in LA? In order oh, no, no, no. Albert, you're perfect the way you are. Fuck with everybody says, man. Um, honestly, I wish the best for you and Alex, man. Because, like, we ca- we made it, man. If yeah. you think about it, we made it. Like, we're making above average salary. We made it, dog. You know, not a lot of people could say you're making 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. They, a lot of people can't say that shit. I mean, so. <laughs> Miles, how you, like talk like uh, who are you, where are you working at now? I, I'm working at a, a medical company. Uh, I'm not What's trying to disclose anything, but yeah, what's your role a, over there? Oh, I'm a test engineer, so I'm basically doing what I always wanted to do in college. Um, nice, bro. Yeah, yeah man. man. So I'm I'm happy for that. Like uh, that's another thing. It's like a lot of people can't say that as well. But um, yeah, man. Like I'm I'm happy for it. But but kind of pushed me in this position was more so my experience, and not my um because I just I still have finished my degree, guys. I got uh, a month left, but right. um, like it it was literally experience. Remember Alex when you when we went to uh, BHCC? I was sitting down and I was on my laptop. And you came around and said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I'm doing. I'm testing this website out for some company. I don't know if you remember that, but I remember that yeah. clearly." Yeah, I, I remember actually. I did. Yeah, so that was like my that was like my experience. Like I was gaining experience for becoming a tester at that time, mm-hmm. and it kind of propelled me in, in a different direction. So I was kind of setting up the foundation for that. Um, yeah, man. I mean, shit. Damn guys, I'm glad we here. I'm honestly happy, man. I'm happy. Like a lot of people can't say that. Like a lot of my childhood friends are into the drug life. They're into the to the bullshit out there. They're running around on their fucking mopeds. <laughs> they all they're doing that shit right now. And some of them have kids and doing what they need to do as a family man. But they they sacrifice their career to be a family man, which I don't downplay do do what makes you happy in life but like it, it's it, it's telling man I, I never expected that my 
the, the people I met who are considered friends in college would be the people that are we're in the same realm as we are now because I'm so used to leaving people behind now I'm with you guys so it feels nice man yeah it feels nice so, I mean none of us own our mobile phones yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Damn, I, I seen this dude, Albert, <laughs> looking fly as shit. Uh, remember, I seen you, Albert. Yeah, in like May, I, uh, April. So yeah, I remember. Dude, Albert had a to a thing. Yeah, this dude had a fucking leather jacket on. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude. I was like, this dude's getting paid. Look at this guy. What a good sale, man. <laughs> Oh no, you wear the leather jacket, what? Nigga, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> you can laugh all you want, but I look fucking good in it, so fuck Hey it. man, you look good, you <laughs> Nah, I, the, the leather jacket's definitely. I, I think I might have to get one this for this fall or this work. A leather jacket by itself is fine. A leather jacket with a moped is too much. Not to be fair, I had a I had a leather jacket, but I had a hoodie inside of it, so it was like it was like I was like, right, it was cool, it was cool, you know. Leather jacket, but it's black, so but, but it's hoodie. You got a hoodie on it, so you like you 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 could pass a little bit. You could pass a little bit. Yeah, Albert's making Albert. You're making six figures now, huh? I am. It's you really deserve nice. it though, man. Like I remember, you know, just being in Richmond's class, dude, and BHCC, like. You just, dude, Albert was on top of it, bro. Like that dude, that dude liked you a lot because, like, every time he asked you, like, what was the range of a primitive type, like, I, I never like that. That was that was crazy about you. Like, that was the the crazy thing about you. You know, like you remembering the range of a primitive type. Like, that was something that's like unforgettable. I talk yeah, about you all the time to people. I'm like, dude, yeah. There's this one dude in my class. He just knew the range of a primitive type, like off the back of his head. And I'm like. And then, dude, yeah, bro, like, dude, yeah, bro, you definitely have the, I remember, like, you know, like, I don't even, I think you were taking CIT 120, but that might have been, like, a a class above you, but I don't know, like, you, like, I don't know, dude, like, you were, you were a huge help in my growth as a programmer that last year, um, at Bunker Hill. that's what I like, I like that move. you were. Yeah, bro, you were definitely a huge contribution to my uh, growth. Oh, and, I'm really glad I can help you get to where you are. No, nah, yeah, that bro. Like, like, please give yourself all most of the credit there. It was just a step one. No, nah, um, yeah, but like just being around you just made me smarter, you know. That's what I like to hear. That's oh, what thanks, I like man. to hear. I appreciate you hear that, Albert? Are you consuming that, dog? <laughs> I hope you're consuming that, man. You uh, honestly. Me. Uh, honestly, it, it really worked out just because I did tutoring a lot. So a lot of the stuff I had to teach was stuff I had to remember for myself too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll be damned if I'm gonna let myself be one of my Richmond wall people. Yo, Richmond, the, yo, Richmond was funny as fuck though, because that man, yo, remember we were doing that history quiz thing on the board, and he knew nothing about Black history. What, 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 what the fuck was that? Um, he didn't know who was uh, Harriet Tubman. Bro, you know come on, look at, look at his age, man. That's he, you know he comes from that that era, you know. We don't even have to disclose it, but we like you know just given his age, you already know. I mean, I whenever I talk about him, I describe his age by the fact that we submitted our assignments on CD. That's how I give his age. <laughs> Yo, that shit bothered the fuck out of me. I don't know, understand why we should have CD ROMs. 
By the way, guys, where the fuck did you guys get CD-ROMs back then? Because, you know, the bookstore ran out. They don't buy them anymore. No one Oh, shit. Who the fuck has CDs? Oh, no, my father had them Albert, back in the role? day. Albert, are you I still just... doing full stack? Uh, yeah, I still am. Currently, the stack is uh, React and TypeScript, some C Sharp, mm. some C++, that sort of thing. Been using oh. Next.js a lot lately. Oh, nice, man. I've also picked up a project for my job to work on the dashboard, and it uses Express Express J, um, JS. It uses um, Dash Plotly. It uses um, a little bit of Python, and it uses um, Git Bash as well. So I've picked up the project, and I'm starting, and I lead that project currently right now on top of my testing. So like, like I don't like doing web. I always hated fucking web. I just ended up picking it up because all my seniors left. And new, but nobody and uh, nobody really know how to operate the whole entire thing except for me. <laughs> so it was just it was fucking annoying because <laughs> I was like, I hate web. I understand this shit though, and I'll just I'll do it just to satisfy whoever the fuck. To be honest. <laughs> oh man, but that's that's interesting though. Um, shit, have you guys ever experienced that you guys had like more to prove? You know what I'm saying? Like for instance, like. When you when you're like talking to somebody about, or have a question, especially somebody who doesn't even look like you, right? Have you ever experienced like um like they over explaining something that you told them that you already knew? Have you ever came across that? Because that shit really bothers me. Like I sit down there and I'm be like, I have something wrong with the network. Not sure what it is. But I understand there's something wrong with the packets, yada yada. And then whoever you're talking to, white, Indian, whoever, they like tend to like over explain the simplicity of it, although you talked about the like the simplicity of the subject itself. Bro, I think people in this yeah. field are just wired to overcomplicate things, you know? Like yeah. people just wanna sound smart, make themselves look I feel like people just do that, you know, just because that's how people are in engineering and STEM, you know. I don't even think it's a matter of like people looking at you like as if like you're dumb enough. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not. You're not smart enough to understand like how it works. You know. I think people just tend to um, how to over describe the problem in a way where it's like over. It, you know, it's just like it's it's you're overcomplicating it. Then yeah. you know, just like you're not keeping it kiss. You know, you're not keeping it simple. I I, I do agree. I feel like. I definitely understand what you're saying. I like some people definitely do that, and then some of them just come off just assholes, straight up assholes. Like they mean mm-hmm. they tend for something else. Because um, I know some people who just gen- are just legitimately like that. But like, like especially with the old heads, you know what I'm saying? We talking about like these managers and things of that sort. They kind of come off like a little bit condescending, like like I'm supposed to. But maybe that's yeah. just because of a, a place of fear, you know. Yeah, it could possibly be that as well, man. But like, I, I sometimes I to lean back and actually think if it's like truly, if it's not malicious or it is malicious, it's kind of hard to figure that out. Like, it does pee me in a way, just because it's just like, like, why are you doing this? Although I told you I know this, like, why are you? I'm just asking you for one simple thing. I'm not asking for anything else. But you like it, like you said before, Alex. It could be them overcomplicating whatever I'm saying. But man, that shit really just p 
peeve me though. I, like I can't get over it. I don't know what it is, so, but something just clicks in my head and just like, hey, you gotta yo. make a, you gotta make a resentment list. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the AA program. I'm in a twelve step program. I'm, uh, <laughs> I just reached eight months of sobriety. Yeah. Um, Congrats. But what we work on, dude, it's like you know we work on listing out all our fears and our insecurities. Mm. And that's like something I've been doing, you know. Oh, good shit. Man. Um, you know, so like it, it's like. You get irritated about it. There's a lot of things that we get irritated about, you know, like resentments, you know, like mm-hmm. that's, that's probably something that you resent, right? Like I resent this person uh, for over explaining something that I have a good understanding of, you know? Yeah. And uh, if you, if you figure out what's the cause of it, I bet it can help you like, you know, kind of, mm. Well, I, I love the thing is, Alex, I do, I do check it. Like, I know it's there and I check it. But, like, I, I'm, I, I, re- I truly don't know what it is. It could be just something in my past or, like, like again, it could be something in my past. It could be something. Yeah, it could be, it could be yeah. you know, like the, you know, like you said, you know, being black in tech, you know, just being, you That's know, true. like people, people are just going to underestimate you. They're going to mm-hmm. underestimate, like, they're going to underestimate us of how well we can perform you know that's very and, true, and that's true. just but like at the end of the day right what's the virtue of that you know it's that you get to carry that burden and that you get to stroll and that makes you stronger you know because like you don't like have to prove to them like anything you know like you you know that you're valid already inside you know yeah that's that's very true that's very true you know alex you make a good point man you maybe do really make a good point on that shit yeah, I think I there's a little bit of the, the pressure of just being black in tech, and especially being the only black person in that fucking department that I'm in currently. It could be. Bro, I'm not black, so I can't. You know, I, I do have 13% Nigerian in me, so I want to discuss that. <laughs> Listen, but, Alex, at the end of the day, they consider you black. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, for sure. Like, you're definitely. You know <laughs> but no, I, I understand you. Like, you have your own. You have your own issues, right? And I have my own issues. We, we, we I understand the, uh, especially the cultural differences as well. I understand that. Um, but there's definitely a lot of intersection, you know, between us and our cultures. Um, sure. You know what's a good book to read? Jocko Willink's uh, Extreme Ownership. Extreme there's a lot ownership. of things that you can talk. Yeah, yeah, by Jocko Willink. There's a lot of good takeaways from that book that can be applied. You know, in business and relationships, you yeah. know, with life, a lot of principles that um, I've been reading a lot too, bro. You know, like I, I think that's like the best way to tap into different modes of thought. True. Um, to get a different perspective on things, you know. Very true. Have you read uh, Forty Eight Laws of Power? No, I have that though. I do have that. You gotta start reading that. That's an interesting book. It's an interesting book. It's dangerous if you know how to apply them. I'm not gonna lie. It's fucking dangerous. <laughs> Um, but uh, yo, Al, you've been quiet. What's going on, man? You good? I'm just, I'm just listening to how you're gonna abuse these 48 laws of power. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna abuse it in tech. I haven't read the book, I don't know any of these laws of power. But uh, yeah. you know, if you want to teach me the ones that I can use and abuse for my own purposes, please <laughs> let me know. It, um, it's an interesting book. It, just, it gives you like a whole bunch of stories, and then it gives you like the meaning of these stories, and then it gives you like the advantages and disadvantages of them. Like, for instance, they may talk about a king and some type of um, like uh, a king and a general, how the general overtaking the king, 
because he he used a strategic approach to make the king do certain acts or things that lessen his position so like and then it, it then they kind of give you the flip side where this could go in the wrong way where the king figures out the, what the general's up to and yada yada and kills him and blah 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 so it's, it's interesting it's it's um I, I suggest you read it it's also been banned from a lot of countries too 48 laws yeah. of power is not a joke it's not a so joke he, it's uh what like he has a it's like the trans transgression of the law like he breaks it down in that like where people who ignore the law um yeah, no yeah. example of people who ignore the law to their demise it, well, yeah, you the laws I mean? that are currently in place. So it's, like, it's like certain principles, and then like certain people who went against those principles that ended up backfiring on them. You know, so it's like you never outshine the master. It's like That's actually one of the laws. Yeah. Um, it's the first one. I read yeah, the fiftieth law, but I didn't read the forty-eight laws of power. But mm. yeah, that one was interesting. <laughs> check it out. It's not banned here. No, it's not bad. Yeah, no, not in the United States. Okay. You can walk around with that book. Nobody's going to kill you. <laughs> you go to Saudi Arabia, that's on you, bro. Hey, but. <laughs> bro, this is the way you got This is the way you got to think about it, too, bro. Like, mm-hmm. going back to, this, to the top shit, like, that's mm-hmm. what we're doing, bro. Like, we're going to the top with in tech. We're going to the top in relationships with our wives, with our children, mm-hmm. with physical exercise, with, you know, our. So it's like when I think of like we're so early in our careers as far as like where we're at like compared to where we started, bro. Like, there's no even no reason to let any of like these thoughts ever penetrate into your uh, your subconscious. You know, like yes, there's going to be people in the world that are, are going to be in this space that we work in that are going to have that view. But think about how how far you've already come, bro. You know. To like to even let that idea of like you not be able to like get to you know two hundred thousand three hundred thousand a year in this field, it's like ridiculous because you've already come so far, you know. Especially Albert, bro. Like I definitely see you, bro, being like that two hundred k dude a year, you know, two hundred fifty. I don't even know if you're you're probably you're probably close to being that dude already. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, so one of our colleagues is doing very well for himself, and I'm mm. super proud of the guy. Um, I also think he got married not too long ago too, so also congrats him on that. Um, no, I'm still a ways off for that myself, but I've just been mostly focusing on just me at the moment. Uh, you know, physical health. That's all you should health, be focusing on. Trying to figure out who I want to be for the next physical health. Some yeah, ideas yeah, in my life. Like that. Mm-hmm. Like if going you, back to Albert's uh, comment on physical health. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. How's your physical health, man? I know as a tech guy, it's easy to just you know sit on the couch and just get plumped up. <laughs> I've been trying to get a lot more in shape lately. At least I've been taking that more seriously this year. So I've been into uh, gone to running back in I think maybe April or something. I started doing yoga this year. You know, lifting more. Just you know, trying to feel better about myself, which has been pretty nice. Um, plus, Alex is over here being fit every day, and I can't fall too far behind him. There you go. Nah, that's miles. <laughs> nah, not trying to do too much, I man. The one non, I can't, I can't be the one non-Jack dude on this episode. That's not right. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's Jay, not. That's not fair. We we gotta elevate him, Alex. We gotta put him up there. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can bro, do cardio should, with him. I do weight with him. Albert, you should join my program, bro. I'm coaching a 19-year-old right now. I can coach you, bro. Is that for your um your Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or something else? Nah, it's just uh you know I decided to maybe try to start like an online coaching thing, and then um, this one kid reached out and I told him I'd help him out. So he paid me like 200 bucks worth of three months nice, of training, nice, which is like a pretty. It's really like that's for the amount of work that I do for him. Like I show up every day for this kid. You know, I pick him up. I go to the gym with him. I drop him back off. So it's like it's you know I can charge him more, you know. But I'm doing it. I'm not doing it in the sense for money. I'm doing it in the sense like, you know, if I can really see a significant transformation in three months of coaching and training with him, like you know that mm-hmm. can open up the door for someone else to pop on board. And uh, but he he told me, dude, he was like, dude, ever since I've been working out with you and hanging out with you, like I've been feeling much happier, and more confident about myself. But, you know, that's what you do it for, you know, it's, to hear that shit from people, you know. So it, that is it's, true. It, the only way to earn more, dude, is by adding more value to the marketplace, by doing more for somebody than anybody else is doing, you know. If you can figure a way out to get creative to add that service or product to the marketplace, like, that's how you become wealthy. That's you know, true. Just by adding more value. And even in even even in the workspace, bro, you know, even make money in this in this field, it's like if you want to earn more, add more value to your company. You know, find areas where you can add more value to the company. You know? mm. I mean, that's always a big. I mean, that's the bread and butter of engineering: identifying a problem and then trying to make a solution for that. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people, especially ones who do like. You know, I, I'm sure we've all gotten the offer from a friend who's like, I have this enough idea or I have a startup idea and I need you to make a thing for me or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, I think a lot of the issues with those ones are people who don't think out the problems you are. Like, all right, I have a solution. I don't know what the problem is. So let's just keep putting this in random places until it just works. That, um, that actually <laughs> happened with um, my boy. Um, so I do have an app that runs and functions perfectly. Like you could make an account it, it stores all your data inside of a um, NoSQL database, and then what it does is that um, it, you pretty much could like message other people. You could do everything with it. But the issue I had with him is that he didn't have like a full like idea of like the whole entire vision of it, and so I felt like I was in a position of leadership where I had to lead somebody, you know, and and their idea. And then not only that, I kind of have to set the foundations. Like I have to make a whole bunch of diagrams. So if another software developer comes on board, they know what connects to what, how data is processed, so forth and so on. So it's just like it became much more of a, a bigger project. And then something happened with him. He disappeared. He went to Atlanta and the project has been sitting here my damn desktop so it's um yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's definitely interesting man <laughs> when we all have, um have that one friend who is um telling us to uh you know they have this idea and they want to kick it with us but um shoot man <laughs> those friends yeah. it's always uh interesting trying to deter someone from an idea if someone's really serious about an idea like they've thought about and they're Actually, about pursuing it, then I'm more than happy to talk along with it and you know help mm-hmm. if I can. Um, it's a little harder to kind of stave all of the half baked ideas that people come up with without like totally saying no to the idea outright. 
Because <laughs> um, usually you have to just tell them back, it's like, all right, think through this, this, and that. This is how much this is going to cost. If this is still something you're interested in, then sure. Um, usually that's enough, just adding like a monetary cost just to deter people from doing it. But true. Um, it's. It's always just fun having that conversation with someone. <laughs> True, or they, or when they don't understand the user's experience, they're like, if they want to have like all these uh, options and settings on this like one fucking page, or this one fucking <laughs> um, layout, and I'm just like, yo, my man, you gotta spread this out. You gotta do this. You gotta make this thing user friendly. It's yeah, just like I'm, there's a there's a whole bunch of shit that goes into it, and then you just you you feel like you. I, I honestly, I rather want somebody. Who understands user experience when they're coming to me with an idea? Because if they understand that, that takes a lot of pressure off of me. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. I, I, I just mean, don't want to turn this into my project. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, going back to what we're talking about with, um, you know, mm -hmm. having people explain things to you. Sometimes people go too much. I try. It's hard to go in the other direction where you're explaining technical concepts to non-technical people. Yeah. Um, that's something I've learned to do pretty well. Just you know throughout my time tutoring and whatnot but it's there's a lot of work that goes in engineering and it's not easy to explain all those things part of which because we work with some very complex um frameworks and projects and languages but also because a lot of these are just named very stupidly like it, my if i told you um i need to parse some html with beautiful soup you would know what that means it sounds like gibberish <laughs> to anybody else um <laughs> it's a skill um, it's a skill yes <laughs> And it's really hard to be like, all right, I can do this, but it's going to take a lot of work for a lot of reasons that are really hard to explain in five minutes. Um, no, truth. I mean, I learned that mainly in IT when I was in BHCC and I got an IT job. Like, I learned how to talk to people. But, like, uh, it's, it's so fucking annoying. I, this is why I fucking hate IT right now, man. Like, you meet the most egotistical people in fucking IT. Like, it's insane. I worked at an MSP, so this is basically a serve an IT service that you provide for like other um, businesses. So you go to have like four businesses under you, and you have that technological stack. Now, like when you when people come in, they complain about like their fucking computer, and all I have to do is shut it off and turn it back on. That shit's annoying. Or like if another person, like another IT person who was working with that customer, fucked up. And they come at you and they start yelling, although it's not your fault. <laughs> like, that shit. Or you have a CEO, right? Because I do have those, I had those high priority people. A CEO who doesn't even know how to work fucking Zoom or Outlook or doesn't understand like what's going on with his system at all. You kind of have to explain why you can't do this, why you could do this. You become a fucking consultant, it feels like. But, um, man, like, and then trying to dumb it down, like from, not try to get too technical just saying click here click this click this is so difficult like it goes back to that like what you're saying before it's all about that trying to um interpret it more simpler for people and uh please if you if you meet somebody with an accent jesus christ you 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 have to like really kind of be careful with the wording too as well because it could take it totally left like i had this guy from france and man he wanted to delete his old 365 account and I'm like, if you delete your old 365 your account, your Active Directory, um, your Outlook, your your fucking OneNote, your fucking Excel, your blah 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 is not gonna work anymore because you deleted the main account that connects to everything. You delete that shit, you, everything else is gone. And me trying to explain that to him, 
<laughs> Shit, I had to I had to pretty much tell them to just write out a damn diagram at that point. <laughs> it's difficult, man. It's difficult. Shoot. How about you, Alex? You had anything like that? I mean, yeah, dude. You know, just <laughs> like you said, that one friend who has the app idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hate those guys. You know, they hit you up like, dude, I got a killer app. It's like, yeah, buddy, you don't understand the level of complexity behind what you're trying to create right now. You know, like the engineering behind that. You think that it's just going to happen overnight or like a month from now? It's like, dude, you. So. I think, yeah, it's like the technical literacy that some people mm-hmm. have just doesn't, uh, they don't understand the complexity. Or just like, like you said, you know, just helping people with like technical problems. I, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't had that. Um, no, nah, but I think the, the app guy, you know, is probably, probably the most relative to you. Yeah, yeah. Relative. you can relate to that, dude. Yeah, sure. That's a fair do. chance we all know the same app guy. <laughs> Yo, that, that'd be funny if it's the same app guy. He just <laughs> no, nah, they have like a, a like a meetup, like you know, they all meet together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, the, the you you're literally using the application meetup for these people. No, I'm talking about no, I'm okay. talking about these people that that one friend that. You know, oh, my fault. That they're all in the same network. <laughs> Everyone wants to be a Jobs. No one wants to be a Wozniak. <laughs> yo, uh, it, mm, yo, you know what? I feel so bad for Wozniak because, like, he really got played by Steve Jobs so bad. It's not even funny, man. Like, he did all that shit for Apple only for Steve Jobs to take the limelight. <sighs> Damn, yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Not man. a great story. From if you say I don't know the man, but I think he was just a really nice guy. Yeah. So it's kind of messed up that like, you know, you hear stories about like what he do with Steve Jobs and you know, Steve would just short him on the money. That's what Jobs did sometimes. Yeah. Um which I feel like that's that's greedy. Yeah. It's really it sucks when that happens. It really does. I mean, there was even a part where um, Steve Jobs apparently was neglecting his child, his daughter. So it kind of proves it kind of um, just like you were saying before with the money, it kind of represents his character. It's all about himself. I mean, you know that's, what I'm it's a common, but dude, like literally anybody who's been a great, think about it. Hmm. You know, it's, it's it was never worth, you know, the the cost of family life or hmm. you know with friends. But anybody who's been a great, Kobe, um, Jordan. Brady, look at Brady, dude. You know he left his wife. He didn't give a fuck. You know, mm. like he. I think the the issue between um, no, I think it's like these dudes just had a level of obsession of like their craft. You know that you know sometimes they probably did you know do some things that were unethical in the mm. process of getting to where they needed to get to. But if it wasn't for that level of obsession, you know, we probably would have not had the Kobe that we had probably would have not had the iPhone, the iPod, you know. But it doesn't mean that, you know, these people have to go around, you know, mm-hmm. making unethical choices. But, like, I think it's just, like, it's a common denominator with all these people, you know. Like, when you look at it, like, level of obsession that they had had gone, had took them to places where, you know, they regretted later in life, you know, like, oh, I didn't spend enough time. 
family or did this person wrong the business <clears throat> uh, very true very true like all the greats you write they all had some issues that's for sure there's always something I feel like it's definitely revolved somewhere around the family too their family um huh. I a lot of people uh, great or not who would just benefit greatly from seeing a therapist or something at some point <laughs> I don't know I don't, I don't, I honestly um, I think people need to train jujitsu I think Zuckerberg <laughs> is making the right choice to get on the mat and get his ass choked out you know put that on the mat <laughs> Imagine like getting to good submit. Thing. Imagine getting to submit that motherfucker. You know, just like <laughs> grappling with them and like showing them, like, dude, you're not fucking special. Like, you oh. fucking nerd. You know, like exactly. That's I got respect why. for the dude. You know? That's I got I respect for the homie, man. He's out there getting after it. You know, like he's he's taking the MMA and uh, grappling shit serious. No, I swear to God, bro. I think jujitsu can really help. A lot of what happens in the workforce, bro. Like, oh, no it, doubt. it brings people together and it just it humbles you, bro. You know, I, I was thinking of going back into fighting sports because I did kickboxing, boxing, and taekwondo, and I've I've always loved fighting sports. I was like my bread and butter. But I, I've always been interested in jujitsu, like more grappling type of. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like when I heard you it, were bro. doing, it, I was like, shit, I, I really wanted to do this because yeah, bro, I, I it, love it. It. it was a lifestyle. It, it forges your mind, bro. Like, there's so many, like, ways that you can take... Like, there's many times in my day where... Like, even with, like, my relationships. Yeah. Sometimes with my wife, you know? Like, I just got to surrender to some things, you know? It's like, when you're about to get choked out, and there's no way out of the choke, you know? Like, you just gotta surrender. You just gotta take... You gotta tap out, you know? Like, same thing with so many things in life, you know? There's gonna be some things in your life that you cannot control. And then once you yeah. give complete surrenderance to that force of whatever that you're trying to control mm-hmm. like like you learn a lot you know so you, you you learn those principles from the mats and then you apply it to life business relationships in your in your job and it's like that shit carries weight you know people see that true uh, i'm not gonna even lie um like when you when you picked up like um jujitsu and all that stuff um I kind of it kind of gave me like flashbacks of when I was in my early twenties, and I was I was in the fighting sports and things like that. And then when you say you were a bouncer, I was like I also was a fucking bouncer. <laughs> but that bouncer yeah. shit kind of fucked me up for some time, man. Because at that time it was like it was fights all the time. Every time I went onto that dance floor, there was a fight on the dance floor. There's fights upstairs, there's fights everywhere, and that really actually kind of fucked me up a little bit because now I was going into this world where I'm always on edge because I realized it's much more dangerous than people. yeah but see that yeah. but that's the thing about training martial arts it's like when yeah. you, like you're not even faced by that because you already know that like you, you do it so much like you grapple yeah. so much you train so much that like you're on go time whenever so it's not even like you're I feel like the more you do it the more you're able to like tame that that um that beast yeah, that, like whatever is like going and <laughs> going on inside of you, like you're more calm, collective. You know? uh, now, yeah, I, no, I'm just gonna say there's forward. like definitely people who are not like that. You know, like you give them <laughs> the tools needed to hurt somebody, and they become even more dangerous. You know, 
mm. like they become a worse person that as a as opposed to a more virtuous person you know i mean that, that's the reason why i kind of quit being a bouncer because i realized i was enjoying it too much i was enjoying knocking out people i was enjoying taking out this <laughs> six foot three motherfucker out of the fucking um out of the club i was enjoying that shit and then i quickly realized i'm yeah. like yo I, I can't do this this ain't for me because i can't maintain this primal energy i'm feeling right now like it's just it feels like it's eating me up and then when i would go onto like the train or anything like that and i would hear somebody like yelling like i, I perk up and i'm just like hey yo <laughs> like I'm, I'm prepared to fight and that's why i actually got out of that shit because yeah of how i was feeling but like like again like you said before alex if i did like a fighting sport or anything like that and learned how to maintain that i could probably be then okay i would have been all right i feel mm-hmm. that so albert how, how do you know that uh me and alex like to beat up people uh, i wouldn't say that <laughs> I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that i don't i don't like doing that uh, i'm not that <laughs> You don't remember that time you shoved me in a locker? No, bro. Honestly, let me that, let me that, tell you, bro. Let me tell you a real let me tell you a real story, bro. At Bunker Hill, bro. Right? Like, I, I'm not I'm not somebody like I don't. But dude, like one time I had to stand up forthrightly. Um. Mm-hmm. So one summer, like this kid was like at the skate park. And he was about to hit this girl, and I was like, Nah, bro, you're not about to do that shit in front of me. Like, chill out. I seen the same dude pull up at mm-hmm. Bunker Hill, and he pulled up to me in the kitchen, bro the cafeteria upstairs he was like yo should i should i punch you in the face now or should i punch you in the face later i swear to god bro right in the kitchen bro in the upstairs and i'm like oh shit like that's that fool bro and he's much bigger than me and i was like oh my god like what did i get myself into and this fucking fool he, he basically wanted to square up he wanted to run the fade you know and i was like damn like Come on, bro. I see you in school. I'm in school. Let's try to do the right thing, bro. Like, I was trying to, like, you know, talk my way out of it. But this dude wanted, like, to run the fade. He's like, nah, bro. Like, should I punch you in the face now or should I punch you in the face later? I was like, man, let's just, you know, like, let's just go for that walk, you know? And then, um, so we're walking out of Bunker Hill, bro. And, like, I'm, I'm just, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, fuck, bro, like, this is really about to go down, like, I have to do this, you know, like, I, I can't back out, like, this is, like, we're really about to run this fade, like, that's it, like, you know when you're about to run the fade with somebody, mm-hmm. like, it, like, this is it, like, there's nothing, there's, there's no more words, like, it's like, it's, we're about to do this shit, you know, it is what it is, like, and I'm not about to do that shit on campus, because I don't want to mm-hmm. get expelled, you know, I was already put on proba- uh, probation, uh, academic probation as a pastor selling shirts on campus, so I'm like, you know what, let's just run this fade, I had to stand up forthrightly, you know, in the face mm-hmm. of evil, and yeah. um, I'm like walking outside, and like, you know, like getting amped up, bro, and uh, we, we get outside, right, we get right by the bridge that takes you into the gallery and ball, and I'm like walking backwards with my backpack down, right, I'm like, you mm. sure you want to do this? And then as soon as I said that, he like started charging at me, and I fucking threw that shit down, bro, and mm. like basically, like, I came out on top, but like, it was crazy, bro, because like, you know, like, I'm not a person who who's violent, you know, but like at that time, bro, like, I really had to exercise that primitive primordial part of you know being a human and it's just like it, it came out you know and then like i i really hurt this kid bro like it was crazy because i never I, I i punched this kid so hard in his face bro i seen it in his eyes bro i seen the level of fear when i punched him in his face that like mm. 
like you said, you know, you get you get something out of that, bro. Like you get you get like it's like it, it's it is invigorating the right word. No, but I know what you're saying. It's that that's that primal that right? like it feels Albert, good. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah, bro, you yeah. feed off of that, bro. It's like a, it's a, <laughs> and then like, I, bro, honestly, bro. Long story short, I beat this kid up, and then like, I gave him a hug, and then I walked him to the nurse's office. Alex, Alex, I swear bro. to God, bro. Yo, bro, Alex. I swear to God, bro. Listen, yo, I, just... I beat, I beat this kid up, bro. He was bleeding, and I, I, I was like, hey man, go get an ice pack. Shit, go get an ice pack, my boy. <laughs> I was like, go put some lights on that, my boy. I swear to God, we walked out the building together and we came back in the building together. This dude, I was unscathed and this dude looked like he just got fucking pummeled in the face. I think you misunderstood the assignment. He asked you if he should punch you in the face, not the other way around. (laughs) Yeah, bro, like literally, like, bro, but I swear to God, bro, like this is like, like, you know, like these are like the moments where you, you, you see how strong you are, you know, like as a person, mm-hmm. because I did not want to fight this dude. I was so afraid of this dude, you know, mm-hmm. but this is like in times in like where you're doubting yourself, like, like, holy shit, dude, like I actually, and that's like what jujitsu does for you, you know, it, yeah. it, it shows you that you are much more capable of doing things than what you, like, you know what I mean? And you're like, oh shit, I can't do this. But then you do it in jujitsu and you're like, holy shit, like I'm actually a strong person. Like yeah. people you would have thought you never could take down and mm. you like, and you like drop them on like a single leg or like a double leg. And it's mm. like, it just gives you more of that self-confidence, you know, it's, um, yeah. it's pretty dope, bro. But I'm not like, a violent person, man. I'm not. Honestly, man, never start a fight, but never feel bad about ending one. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, listen. I, I had to grow up fighting, man. Uh, which is how it is, man. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, See, here in Cambridge, up, man, in the neighborhood, yeah. like the, you know, I, I definitely ran my fades with people in the mm-hmm. neighborhood, and like there was even times like where I, I, you know, I got my ass kicked, you know, mm-hmm. punched in the nose, and you know, yeah. so it's like after so many times of getting punched in the face and in the mm-hmm. nose, you know, like you 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 start to push back, you know. That's right, and it's um. But and, you, and you quickly realize size don't really fucking matter like that. They don't, bro. It's technique, bro. It's technique. It's, it's really technique. That's yeah, that's man. why I don't understand why people get so scared and like, yo, man. He, he's like, let's do six two. It's like I don't give a fuck, them. I could throw that nigga over my shoulder. <laughs> like, like I'm that like overly confident. Like, it, 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 I, well, you I never want to get overconfident, you know. That's yeah, I, like I don't want to be overly confident, but like I, I don't mind if I if somebody gets like a good like hit on me, like I'll be like, oh, I like this. But like that's the thing; it's like that primal thing. It's just like, oh, like I, I don't know. I'm weird like that, man. Like when I see when I see people like overconfident, especially people who think size is everything, I'd be like, oh, I'm coming after this boy real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always been like that, though. I've always been like that. Um, but damn. Albert, I don't know if you have any fighting stories, man. Uh, no, I definitely don't, so. <laughs> oh, shit. Alex, you just put him in a ring, bro. <laughs> man, Albert, you I... never, never punched somebody in the face, Albert? Y'all hear his Albert I'm just like, wait a second. <laughs> like, hold up. Is, is Albert fighting? <laughs> Do I punch? No. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I uh, 
You're definitely more of a lover, not a fighter. I, I respect that, though. No, no, my, I, I think my main move in a fight is to call one of y'all and say help. But no. <laughs> no, um, I think, yo, honestly, I think if Albert was put in a situation, bro, I think, you know, Albert would probably, you know. I'm sure I could defend myself just fine, but yeah, yeah, he's probably, he's probably one of, in the situations. Alex, he's probably one of those people who black out and just like <laughs> end up just jacking somebody up and just be like, oh, I did that. <laughs> He might be one of those people, Albert. Who knows? Also, um, yeah, ancestors <laughs> calling you. That's what happened. They summoned you into the shadow realm, and then you just woke up and you just beat the shit out of somebody. You oh, know? God, you do, are we doing like a Black Panther thing now? Just all the spirits. All the spirits. <laughs> shit. Well, guys, it was been a nice talk. We're kind of over time here, but I enjoyed our conversation. Um. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, please like, share, subscribe, wherever platform you're on. Any little help is greatly appreciated. Goodbye. Take care.